Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings, welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. He's ready to say no every time I say yes. He's ready to say maybe every time I say definitely. And he gave Steve a super hard time yesterday. How did your show go yesterday? You had some good PennDOT experts in yes, here. Yes, we did. We got a lot of information. And you kept uh, Steve Kushloff on his heels the whole time? No, either that or he kept me on mine. Well... <laughs> Let's say we had a lively debate. Good, good. All right. Well, super. I'm going to go back and listen to the archive as soon as possible opportunity. I attended the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce's leader cast and uh, picked up one factoid. You, you like uh, sort of summarizing things in one sentence. One of the good speakers said, do the jobs today that your, repla- your replacement will do after you're gone. <laughs> like, you know how every time you have a transition, right. like somebody comes in and does something new and they say, well, Mark would never introduce Joe properly or something like that, but the new guy does. That is true, but I'm aware. <laughs> so so they say one of the good things they picked up uh, out of the hundreds of things they picked up was uh, do now what your good replacement will do when you're gone. You want to you wanna learn about leadership? Mm-hmm. Read Jeff McCausland's book again. I know you said you read it once or you listened to it, but read it again. Well, I listened Battle to it to uh, so I could we could interview him, not so much deeply understanding. I trying did, to get. I finally I got a chance to finish it last okay. week. Uh, it's an outstanding book, all the way across the board. Okay, well I'll go back and listen to it. I still have it on my Google Books, so we'll give it a listen. Uh, Mr. Joe McGranahan is a senior radio. Uh, manager and businessman and salesperson extraordinaire, has done national sales, FCC compliance, and every job associated with radio, even reading local news on the radio for the better part of 50 years, and is a Hall of Fame broadcaster here, former COO of the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation, chair of the CSVT Task Force, and a wide range of other volunteer endeavors. He's uh, not a terrible musician either, and Oh, yes, I am. Oh, oh, you became <laughs> terrible over the years? I did. Okay. All right. So yeah, he hasn't. He doesn't practice. So, But I'll tell you what. He's, plus, he's a good guy to know, loves his grandchildren just to pieces. Oh, that's enough. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to give and you a you're prop- strikingly handsome, all right? Well, that's <laughs> a false statement. Come on, Joe. we got to keep this honest and true. I'm a bad broadcaster, bad co-host, play a liberal on the radio, but not a very good one. And I would just more than love to hear from uh, the audience today about uh, their views on these uh, topics. So, on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. And you can text us, as some folks did yesterday, but I didn't give Joe the password deliberately because I knew he couldn't handle the truth. So, uh, we're going to read yesterday's, a uh, couple of yesterday's, 
yesterday's text. Joe, let me know if any of those emails were read. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. Uh, but uh, you're well, The emails we got. Okay, so clear them all out. All right. Well, this one was never read. It says it was never, it says specifically unread. Well, that was from the day before. That was August the 11th. Well, that doesn't oh, that's mean. Wednesday, right. Okay. All right. The situation with Governor Cuomo illustrates a primary difference between Democrats and Republicans. When a Democrat like Cuomo or Al Franken behaves in a sexually inappropriate manner, they do the right thing and step down. Oh, yes. And Governor Cuomo oh, was oh, so oh. fast to do that <laughs> when he realized what a terrible mistake he had made. When a Republican behaves in a sexually inappropriate manner, they simply refuse to leave office or are even promoted. Donald Trump was elected president despite everyone knowing that he was a serial sexual predator. Brett Kavanaugh was given his dream job despite a credible rape allegation. Oh, brother. You, you need some help here, E.B. Uh, Matt Gates is still in office when there are allegations of child sex trafficking against him. Now, that one does need to be looked into. And Jim Jordan, who ignored allegations of sexual assault against women, is also still in office. Bottom line, Republicans have no morality. They only care about sexual assault of women when a Democrat does it. When one of their own is guilty of it, they just don't care. And so the Democrats were so, so outraged when Bill Clinton did, you know, that sexual act in the White House, in the, in the Oval Office. They were so outraged. Do you recall the outrage? Mm. No, no, I don't either. Isn't that interesting? Uh, do I recall Bill Clinton resigning? No, don't recall that Wasn't either. Wasn't he impeached? <laughs> he was, but he was found, he was acquitted. Were there any Democratic votes for the impeachment? Uh, I don't think so. I think I, I still say even fact, though there I, was a Republican vote against it, that was our own late lamented Senator Arlen Specter. He I don't voted people, not proven. I don't think people care about this anymore. So uh, I, I understand that Demo, you know our good writer says you know Democrats have uh, high morality, which is a ridiculous statement, and Republicans have low morality, which is also cer ridiculous. Certainly not pandemic among Republicans, but uh, I. I honestly think the the public doesn't really care what anybody does in office anymore. Look what our elected leaders in Harrisburg are doing in Washington on a daily basis. And so what do we do at the very next November opportunity? We send them back. So, yeah, I, I think it's the electorate that has no morals. I think well, none of we our, just, none of our I think, let me finish, let me finish. I think we just get the leaders that we deserve because the electorate has no morals or standards or values or interest. The electorate in, does. You're blaming us. Yes. Okay. Well, we yeah, have who no put, moral who put them there? Who put Cuomo there? Who put Kavanaugh there? Who, well, scratch that one. But who put Trump there? Who put uh, you know, the, the, all these Kavanaugh, people where they are? Kavanaugh, incredible, credible rape allegation. It was hardly credible. Even her, own, even the friends who were with her say she they weren't aware of it, and she couldn't she couldn't give any any proof or any substantiation. Who? But that was a credible allegation. Uh, the lady who accused uh, Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. Okay, yeah. Well, it, it, that just doesn't. All that credible. It doesn't absurd. apply to this conversation at all in any way. So, but what? Listen, what does is if you have a terrible leader who's a moral failure and a buffoon. Uh, you need to go to the nearest mayor, mirror EB and say, hey, I am so sorry I sent that buffoon to Washington or uh, Albany. Or, yeah, Albany <laughs> or, or, or Harrisburg, because if you don't like the elected leaders, it's, it's entirely our fault. Voters have lowered their standard down to immoral, doesn't matter, doesn't care, just elect them, hope they give us money.
money for a bridge well, and I mean, we'll go from there. My problem with E.B. is that he so, has so much hatred for Republicans. He can't even see that his own party has pretty strong moral failings. How about that Democratic representative in Philadelphia who was arrested and convicted and had to resign for stealing money? You know, there, I don't think there she's been convicted of, yet. I think she admitted it. So there are all sorts of moral it. failures on the part of our elected officials from time to time. That doesn't mean every Democrat's bad or every Republican's bad. EB needs to get a checkup on things like that. Well, and I think she decided to say yes to take advantage of a system that has no checks and balances. You know, so th of course that's a moral failing on her part, and uh, not necessarily of uh, the electorate in that case. They may not have known that she was stealing money, but uh, it's a moral failing on the part of the Republicans in Harrisburg that they don't impose some checks and balances on oh, this or spending. You mean demand receipts or sure. yeah, and plus who, who gets a per diem for going to work? Honest. I mean, well, you get it's called a salary, right? That's right. Well, <laughs> our lawmakers get that, but no, because we foolishly put them in charge of their own salaries. They say, okay, uh, now that we're here, we get a salary. Let's double that. So they have done that. Let's vote ourselves gasoline reimbursement because we have to drive to work. Let's vote ourselves. Um, oh, we're out of comps. Oh, how about per diem? Pension plan. If we work. We actually get a per diem, which is another day. How about we vote ourselves more offices around so that we stay elected so we can keep the gravy train going? How about if we vote ourselves more staff? I mean, it's ridiculous. I wonder why political people don't like to come on this program. <laughs> well, I don't give them a hard time. I think we talk about issues when they get here. But, uh, you know, honestly, this is my fault. I have voted for people who've turned out to be crooks and buffoons. So, you know, who I need to go to the mirror. Well, I, I would not be too hard on yourself. You know, no one comes out to, to run for office saying, I'm going to be a crook and a buffoon, so vote for me. Well, they do it trick It happens afterwards. And, and many times their bad behavior starts once they're elected to the office that they held. Mm. My problem isn't that they have moral failures. My problem is, and I always remember... Um, uh, Fred Schluter, who was run, who ran um, oh uh, the, the foundry over in Northumberland, I can't remember the name. Keystone of it. Forge. Keystone Forge. Yeah, Fred. Fred one time got George Geekus, who was our congressman at the time, angrier than I've ever seen George get in all the years I've known him. And he said to him, "You've gotten Potomac fever." And I think Fred was right. I think politicians do get Potomac fever or Harrisburg fever. Not all of them, but some of them do, and they begin to feel like. Mario Cuomo, that they're invincible, that they can get away with anything. And they have this power, and it goes to their head, and so they they do things that are morally reprehensible. Just Linda and, I, and I think, and an A.B. brings up the stalwart uh, moral guy, Al Franken, who now has said that he wishes he hadn't resigned. So well, yeah, he now <laughs> realizes that he didn't have to, that no, the public doesn't actually he really, care. He really didn't have to. <laughs> but well, does Linda Schlegel Culver have capital beltway fever? No. Fred I Keller, said, Potomac uh, Fred fever. Fred turned down most of the benefits you were talking about. He didn't take them. Okay. What about as a U.S. congressman? Does he have Potomac fever? Well, I don't know, but I think Fred has is certainly a stalwart for his party. I mean, I don't think he deviates much from the party line. When he was in Harrisburg, um, he was kind of an independent thinker. Now I think Fred uh, does what he has to do. I mean, he has to go along with the Republican minority in Washington to try and keep bad things from happening. John Gordner. Uh, outstanding. John is one of the finest guys I've ever met. Bob Casey. I like Bob a lot. I do. I really like him. I don't agree with him, but I respect him, and I think he's a decent Potomac moral fever, guy. Though. No, I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't think so. All right, we're talking Potomac fever and Capitol Beltway fever. Who's got it? Who doesn't? Why do I, I believe our some of our former congressmen people had it? 
You know, I don't think, uh, you know, I, I look back at guys like uh, Chris Carney and uh, Tim Holden, and they were outstanding congressmen. They weren't of my party. Holden's, or uh, Carney's predecessor who had it bad. Uh, that was uh, uh, Sherwood, Don <laughs> Sherwood. You, Don. How soon we forget. Uh, yeah. He may have had it because he, he, <laughs> I think he so. lived in Washington a little bit differently apparently than he lived in the district. Right? He picked it up from his mistress, apparently. It's done, it's transferred through intimate contact. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Stan has been patiently waiting to talk about something else. And one other call is coming in. Go ahead, sir. Well, as far as EB goes, has he forgotten about Tara Reid and Biden? I'll let that go at that. And uh, now, as far as the energy independence for this country, you know, the other day, Mr. Biden decided he needed to ask the Saudis to produce more, more oil because, you know, to keep the gas prices down. Instead of producing the oil here to keep the gas prices down. You know, when there was a certain president in recently that had, you know, had this country on the, on the path or pretty much in energy independence from the rest of the world, we were doing pretty good. Gas prices were coming down, headed in the right direction. You know, things were not bad. But then we have one uh, current Mr. Occupant of the White House decides to come in and stops everything that was going on. You know, no, no, uh, uh, pipeline to stop the gas lease, gas and oil drilling leases on public land out in the ocean. Just stops it all, you know, day one. So and then what happens? The prices start going up. But he blames it on everything else. I guess OPEC not producing enough oil for us to buy from them is the problem. Well, I think it's it, there may be a, a difference of vision associated with this. You know, I think Joe Biden is looking 10 to 20 years down the road. President well, Trump was looking one to two Joe years Biden, down the road. Joe Biden can't look 10 to 20 minutes down the road. So, I, you know, I think <laughs> there's a slight difference. But I really think, and I, right, think Stan. I think both sets of policy are short-sighted. I think President Biden's missing a lot of opportunities in the U.S. to make to continue energy independence. And I think President Trump ignored the environment and was just said, you know, devil may care. We, we must be independent at all costs. So I think they were both uh -huh. short-sighted. And I well, honestly... What were the uh, terrible costs associated with what President Trump did? Name the terrible cost that was associated with that. You say there was one. Well, what I was th it? I think just the whole drill, baby, drill mentality is very short-sighted. It definitely helps you immediately. It can help gas prices go lower. I mean, our natural gas prices well, look at, at, our beloved at home Cuomo. went down to like 25 cents a cubic foot or something. Uh -huh. Incredibly the, low the prices. Northern, the northern counties of New York are rich, just as rich in frackable gas, natural gas, as our counties were. And so he stopped it immediately. He put a ban on it. You couldn't do it. And so those communities have suffered. You know, you, you pay a price. I think what President Trump tried to do was balance it. I love what he said. For every, you can have a new regulation, but for every new regulation you have to bring in, you've got to get rid of two. And I think that's the way government should be. All this stuff should be sunsetted. There should be a time limit on it. And it shouldn't just go on forever and ever and be perpetuated into the next generation and the generation after that. Go ahead, Stan. Well, you know, as far as energy independence go, you know, the free flow of energy, no matter what it is, is what drives the economy in this country. And without the free flow of energy, the economies will hit the tank. And we're, we're headed that way now because we're still reliant on China instead of bringing this industry back here. But, the, you know, they're having a hard time getting the energy that we need at a reasonable cost. Everything goes up. 
fuel costs go up, transportation costs go up, so the food costs go up. The goods you get in the grocery store, the supermarket, you know, or, or Walmart or wherever, all go up because the energy costs are added into those costs. But, you know, and, and all they want to push is green energy, which I don't have a problem with, but it isn't proven yet. And it will not <laughs> supply what needs to be supplied. They want to drive all these electric vehicles. They want us driving them. Everybody's got to get an electric vehicle. But where does that energy come from? The windmills and the solar panels aren't going to provide the energy for everybody to have drive an electric vehicle. So where is it going to come from? It's going to and come I, from natural gas-fired power plants, I saw hydroelectric, which they don't want to do because of the environmentalists, or nuclear. I saw something very interesting yesterday, and I, I don't know whether it's true or not, but it talked about the amount of, of uh, stuff that has to be produced to produce the batteries that go into electric cars, and it actually takes more energy to produce those batteries than it does to <laughs> drill for or to produce gasoline. And who's paying the real cost? And is, the fact that those the, batteries, once they run down, are going to be hard to dispose of because they're not biodegradable. Well, I've I seen a similar thing. It said that the one of the airlines uses whatever millions of billions of gallons of fuel a year to fly the planes that they're flying and 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 the dig out the the mine the material it takes to produce those batteries is uh, substantially more energy to do that so you're going to use a lot of more energy to do that than it is to fly people around in airplanes so and, and then then you're right they're non biodegradable and you know they say there's a 10 to 15 year life cycle on the batteries they can't recycle them so they end up in the landfills just like the you know the the blades on the windmills they're carbon fiber material they can't recycle them which i don't understand that because i would think they could chop them up grind them up and use them as filler and concrete to strengthen concrete or something along those lines but that's that's one you know that's for people that know more about science than i do all i know is i've seen that they have them piled up in landfills cut in pieces because they, they can't dispose of them. Otherwise, you can't recycle them. they got to replace them every so many years. But that's clean energy, Stan. That's clean energy. Uh, yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Real clean. So, I mean, the cars the cars have gotten substantially cleaner over the years, correct? Yep, but they yep, have absolutely. released, I mean, President Trump did try to loosen up some of the restrictions and some of the standards, which I think may have been a mistake, but... You know, still, I think in balance, his policies were better for the country than those currently being implemented by Joe Biden. Well, we really should look at short-term interests, short-term costs, long-term costs, you know, climate factors. As uh, Stan accurately names, the batteries are full of rare metals that are becoming increasingly rare. Plus, you should look at the real cost. You know, who's really paying? Is it uh, individuals who are working in third-world countries, or is it us, or, who? you know, who really pace. Stan, excellent Everybody. question. Yep, big yep. issue. No, not actually. <laughs> Some people pay a lot Everybody. more than others. Okay. Everybody pays. Okay. Gotcha. Period. Thanks, All Dan. Right. Noted. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. Taking a quickie break. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Eric, thank you for waiting. We do have another caller, so you, you would be able to have about three minutes if you need that much time. Oh, can I have a, a couple of stands, extra couple minutes? <laughs> thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. Um, a honest politician, uh, what is that? <laughs> As a level uh, one who stays bought, is, is that what honest politician is? John Gordner, that's it. He's the last one. <laughs> Uh, uh, Governor Cuomo is out, and uh, I'm happy. I've, I've been myself clamoring, saying, hey, you should have uh, resigned a long time ago. Uh, what he did is indefensible, uh, went beyond. Unfortunately, uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that he's out. Hopefully the, uh, our, the uh, new first lady, of the new uh, governor of New York, first woman, will, will do a better job and certainly get over those things. Um, we always want to fall back to, uh, jump all the way back to uh, President Clinton, don't we, uh, when it comes to these things. And uh, what he did was uh, despicable. I mean, stuff that probably has been going on in the White House for a long period of time. But I will bring everyone's memory back. Uh, the, the, uh, what he was accused of was a dalliance. Should it happen? No. But it was, uh, by all indications, consensual. Um, what was he, uh, Joe, what was he actually uh, impeached for? Uh, lying under oath. Lying to Congress, right, right. He was, it wasn't, wasn't the fact that he did anything, it was the fact that it was interpreted that, what he, that he lied to Congress, which we know no president of the United States ever does. Right. Why? Because you can't get them under oath, i.e. President Trump. <laughs> he escaped ever having to come under oath, didn't he? Uh, they all use that if they have to. <laughs> well, apparently, so, so what, uh, President Clinton was just dumb? Is that, is that it? Well, he, w he took a deposition. He agreed to do it. And so if you agree <laughs> to do it, you know, you're giving up your rights. Right. And then he so, lied. Uh, I mean, he, so, uh, Bill so Clinton. President Trump is, uh, it was uh, the smarter than everyone else. Well, Bill Clinton Although he certainly did wasn't before bright. In office, did uh, made, made great statements about grabbing grabbing women's by uh, women by their uh, by private parts. Am right. I correct on that? But that was before he was in office. That wasn't oh, okay. as an elected so official. We know once he went in office, then he was a totally that was just uh, locker room. Talk. Did you did you hear of any reports of him misbehaving sexually after he was elected? I haven't. <laughs> no. Have you I heard of a dalliance no. in the in uh, the Oval Office? I haven't. <laughs> no. Oh, no. You're right. Um, yeah. Too busy. Uh, yeah, too busy. Doing other <laughs> uh, did President Trump, uh, now uh, to answer some of Stan's concerns, um, President Biden is investigating the price of oil and price of gas. Well, the price of gas is, is so high, he's investigating that. At what time did President Trump ever investigate any, any business practice? Uh, well, what do you mean he's investigating it? That's, that's what was reported on ABC News, that he is he's having the Justice Department Weber investigate why the price of gas is so high <laughs> when the price of oil has gone down. 
Gee, maybe it's because know, it's, we have to import it. <laughs> yeah, supply and demand comes to mind. Or the fact that we're yeah, importing it now. He, he, at least he's looking into it, have people look into it, and make sure that that price gouging, collusion, you might have heard. Now, collusion, we know, Joe, collusion on gas prices never happens. We have a huge variance of prices on this strip of right. gasoline. Well, one raises, the other one always lowers, right? There's no collusion of gas prices going on. No, I, I, that, obviously that's not true. I can remember exactly. the old days when exactly. you, oil companies used to advertise their brand, and sometimes they'd advertise price. You know, yeah. we give you yeah. more for less, so, but they don't do so that anymore. Me, that's something that he's looked into. So, and I think President uh, Biden is trying to look into that. So, um, but no, I believe absolute power corrupts absolutely. When was the last um, time you saw a commercial for a, a gas gasoline? <laughs> they don't run commercials because they're uh, all the same. Mobile still has one about cleaner or something, whatever, whatever. Do they? Yeah. Oh, okay, I haven't seen that. I still watch the Tiger uh, Exxon, in the Tank. I'm sorry, Exxon Mobile. I mean, there's so few choices anymore out there. But uh, it's funny that you see uh, um, um, uh, Sheets has their own gas trucks, but you see all, all the ones that are going up to the depot there outside of Northumberland lining up. It's, it's a Sunoco on the, uh, on the depot sign, but it's all the trucks delivering to all the different, so it's all the same gas. So, you know. Mm, I don't think so. They have different pipelines and they send pigs through the line to keep one company's gas separate. They don't all get their own pipeline, but they all get their own gas. Okay, but okay. But I'm talking about like to your quick march and that type of thing. I what happens to, to the poor whoever, what happens to the poor pigs? Yeah. They, they are sacrificed. <laughs> <laughs> As always, gentlemen, thank you for the opportunity. Thank to you so much. Thank Appreciate you. that. All right, Carl, you're going to help wrap us up. Oh, we went way over with. Sorry about this. Go ahead, but you have a minute. And we'll give you okay, more. I'll we'll give you I'll more. I'll do it real quick. Okay, I'll do it real quick. The uh, I want to talk about the batteries for the electric cars. Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with the environment uh, at all. I, a friend of mine bought a Tesla, and he was telling me that if Tesla wants to shut his car off, they can shut it off at any time they want to, just with a computer. So what my, what my thinking is, is the government is pushing us that we all go to electric cars. So eventually, if, we do, if we're bad, they can just shut our car off. It's, it's pretty simple. And to the gentleman that just called, he obviously doesn't follow the petroleum market. Uh, price of oil is up. Uh, I bought my oil for my house uh, right before... Oh, uh, call back. Call, yeah, call yeah, back. Call back yeah, at, at uh, we'll nine ten after the headlines. Thank you, Carl. Sorry about this. Yeah, I went over with uh, Eric. I was so enraptured by his excellent intellect and remarks that I lost track of time. We have texts and emails waiting. We'll look at those when we come back. Uh, we all have nearly open phones. We'll have news headlines. We'll hear from the Sunbury Motor Company, and we hope to hear from you on WKOK's On the Mark. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here as well. I thank Steve Kushaloff for coming in yesterday. His uh, help uh, very much appreciated, so we'll send him a big fat check. 
How about just sending him a regular check? Okay, I was waiting. <laughs> anyway, we talked earlier today about bad elected leaders and that it's our fault that we have bad elected leaders in Harrisburg and Washington. And we talked about the energy and most market. Most of them are not bad. Stan called about energy independence, and uh, that is slipping away in his view. So maybe you have a uh, remark about that. You are uh, correct about that story, by the way. Okay, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. Oh, Carl's back, so let's get him going. I think he's suffered enough on <laughs> waiting, and uh, he can talk, and then we'll do the news headlines. Go ahead, Carl. Thanks for calling back. All right, thanks. What I was saying was, right before the election last year, I got fuel oil for my home, and it was 98 cents a gallon I paid to have it delivered to my house. And what I did during the break there is I just called my oil company, and I ordered fuel, and it's $2.27 a gallon. Oh, my gosh. So from the time the election took place, right before the election, till today, just 10 minutes or five minutes ago, oil is going from 98 cents a gallon delivered to $2.27 a gallon delivered. Now, the global that, energy that, markets are far more complex than Joe Biden. Has anything else happened globally in the past year? Forget globally. Well, yeah, the uh, OPEC actually, uh, the OPEC ministers got together and they did cut production. Okay. But anything else in the world? No, no other global right. initiatives or factors would have affected prices up or down? Not, and I every morning at 4 a.m. I start watching Bloomberg uh, because we get up to do dialysis, and I so I watch it every morning. I watch the commodity market, and it's literally been going up right after the election, up and up and up and up and up. Uh, the wholesale market today, I bought it was 68 cents a gallon. This morning it was 206 a gallon. Has COVID so, been climbing or going down, or was there, it did it coincide with the change in the U.S. economy coming back to life? Well, yeah, obviously that has something to do with it also, without a doubt, that, you know, the fact that we're using more. But, you know, the, I think a big factor is, though, too, is the world knows that we're shutting down. We have oil wells, the caps, all over the place, gas wells up in the northern tier, hundreds of wells that are capped. And, you know, they're not letting us drill anymore. It, it you know. Obviously, it has to have something to do with the election, because if you look at just look at the chart right, right after the election, it starts going up. Yeah. Did COVID have something to do with it? Absolutely. Is Joe Biden is that Joe Biden's fault? Absolutely not. But when you look at everything else that he's doing, uh, it, it has to affect the oil price. So he's an energy buffoon. COVID's, of course, impacting all of this. Anything else globally changing well, the at, energy the markets? Price. Forget energy for a minute. Look at the cost of food. It's gone up an estimated 30 percent. You know, and yeah, that's inflation I, 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 driven by the Democrats giving away bill, trillions and trillions of dollars. You know, people not working but getting handouts. Any Republicans giving away trillions? Nope. Okay. So Joe well, has his Fox goggles know, on. They're diluting the va they're diluting the value of our dollar. I mean, right. if they just keep printing and printing and printing, what we have in our bank accounts or in the can in the backyard is worth less. It's going to be inflate massive inflation. It's already started. Where I mean, the price of everything is going up. The gas prices are the, certainly a leading factor in that. So is food. So are other things. So hold on one second, Carl. And, hold and, on, and, caller. Hold on. All right, go ahead, Carl. And, and the fact, too, I, I was just at a friend of mine, he has a food distributor company, and he usually gets off this one truck every week six skids of different types of commodity food. 
this past week I was there, and they delivered two skids. And it wasn't that he didn't have sales for those skids. The companies that he wanted to buy from didn't have the products because they don't have the employees to produce the products. Uh, if, if you went through Lewisburg yesterday, Wendy's and Burger King were closed because they didn't have employees. we got to stop giving away this free money. Or you know, why, why would you want to go back to work? I talked to a guy last week. He makes $800 a week unemployment and 650 if he goes back to work. Now, what sense does that make? What is the, and then the uh, southern border, there are hundreds. They're, they're predicting the number of crossing is illegally this month in July will exceed 210,000. Now, yeah. Um, that, look, at, uh, look at everything. Look at everything that's happening here. We have our border is collapsing. The price of everything is going through the roof. And the government is giving away billions, and, if not well, billions and billions of dollars. Trillions. You know, what's, <laughs> what's it going to be like next year? Now, well, it's going to be a nation of people dependent on the government for everything, and that's, I think, what they're shooting for. Exactly, exactly. And that Maria Bartiromo yesterday was quoted as saying that the infrastructure bill that they passed is highly inflationary. Why is that? Why would infrastructure, which goes to roads and bridges, why would that be highly inflationary? Well, Well, look at the bill, Mark. Not even half of it is going to bridges and roads. Okay, so that's it, because it isn't going to concrete right. and things like well, that. It's I got gotcha. you. Inflation, inflation generally involves too much money chasing too few goods. Okay. So, in other words, there may not be enough supplies. So, this to do will all exacerbate the existing want. shortages right. of things. Yeah, and Republicans are responsible for the the infrastructure bill. The half of them are in. Pat Toomey was bragging it up yesterday. Oh, listen, on the surface, it's a good idea. We need to improve our infrastructure, right. but we don't need to do it all at once. It could have been a compre- comprehensive, right. common but sense see, you plan. Totally, you totally missed my point. My point is that Democrats aren't responsible for this inflation. The economy's oh, yes, bouncing they back. Are. There's supply shortages. Global influences are affecting our energy. Okay, so they're partially responsible. But to say that it's Democrats and not Republicans just shows that you are totally blind to what's really <laughs> going on, that we have leaders in Washington that keep pumping and pumping and pumping, and the Republicans, too. Everything Trump asked for, he got last year, except the wall, and the pumped more trillions into the economy. Up when inflation before Biden took over, took over. Of course, it's gone up since then. But this idea that Democrats are killing the economy, it, it's a shame that you just don't see that it's everybody in Washington that's doing that, not just the Democrats. Well, who's in the majority right now? The Republicans can't stop it. They did. The, they're doing this stuff, Mark, and you, you, you're missing my point. They're doing this through reconciliation Democrats. bills. They're not involving the Republicans. Stop this inflation if they yeah, tried. But, you know. Mark, you're going to probably be unbelievable. Your ears won't believe what you're about to hear. Is I'm going to agree with you here a little bit because 19 Republicans in the Senate, 19 Republicans voted for that bill. I mean, come on. You know, I'm I'm about as Republican as you're going to get. And when when 19 traitors, that's what they are, as far as I'm concerned. 19 traitors. I'm not going to call them Republicans anymore. Voted for that bill. Carl, That's just wrong. Thank you for agreeing with me on that point. Look, listen, this isn't a Democratic issue in Washington. It's a leadership issue. We have absolutely zero leadership from a single soul in Washington, Democrat or Republican. It doesn't matter what their that what color jacket they wear or which side of the aisle they sit on. It's it's horrendous leadership, and that's what's killing this country. Well, we did Carl, have we, a, we did go. have a leader. We turned thank him you. out because we didn't like it, the way he behaved. 
who's that, Obama? No, Trump. Clinton? He was a leader. Oh, brother. Here we go. Yes, that, you're right. He was the, our dear leader. He was our great savior. I just missed it while he was, to what, 28,000 lies. I didn't say he was, a, I said he had great <laughs> policies and he was certainly, oh my God. he certainly had ideas right. and he implemented them. That's why 600,000 Americans are dead today because of our dear leader is so smart. He handled the pandemic so, so well. And we have the vaccine that you took only because of him. Oh, okay. So when he was deny, wouldn't wear face masks, said we shouldn't either, said we should enjoy our freedoms well, instead. Let's hold Dr. We Fauci's speech to that fire, too. Dr. Fine. Fauci's okay. the same like murderer. Said, He's a murderer. It's a leadership issue. We don't have any leaders in Washington. <laughs> All right, let's do brief news headlines. Mike has been more than patient. He's going to have to stand by. But we'll take more comers in this conversation. 1-800-795-9565. Talking inflation, energy, uh, the uh, pathetic leadership that we enjoy from our individual in Harrisburg and Washington. We'd love to hear your view on this. 1-800-795-9565. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Do have some... Uh, uh, it texts whatever listener. Oh, I lost it. I'll get that back up in a moment. <laughs> I lost it. Well, that's happening too, but uh, the screen went blank. A Northumberland man is facing charges of obstruction of emergency services and risking a catastrophe after he tried to burn something in his backyard, then impeded firefighters who tried to pull it out. Court papers show 64-year-old James Hedricks was arrested for the incident in Northumberland Sunday. Tried to burn a cabinet. Uh, it was creating a risk, say police. So they summon volunteer firefighters, and Hedricks impeded their progress. So thus, the rarely used obstruction of emergency services uh, charge. Dangerous heat in the forecast if you are not careful this afternoon. While temperatures are forecast to be in the 90s to near 100 in some areas, meteorologist Rachel Gutierrez at the National Weather Service and State College says it's going to feel even hotter. With heat indices near 110 in the southeast, over 100 in the central part of the state and then near 100 in the east. So pretty much everywhere is going to be dangerous heat conditions with heat indices pretty much at or exceeding 100. Health officials recommend drinking plenty of water, reducing outdoor activity, and wearing loose, lightweight clothing to beat the heat. People are also urged to be alert for signs of heat-related illness, especially in children, the elderly, and those with pre-existing conditions. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. A portion of Front Street and Sunbury will remain closed through the end of the week. The city's hoping the work will be done in time for tomorrow evening's River Festival. PennDOT says Front Street will remain closed through at least a Friday with some detours in place, the same detours in place. Sunbury River Festival is Friday afternoon. Vendors will be using Front Street to access the Riverfront Park tomorrow, and uh, there will be some delays on Front Street tomorrow, but Front Street will be open at the River Festival site, and Market Street will be closed on uh, Saturday for the car show. The debate on whether kids should wear masks in school or not continues to rage on. CBS News correspondent Bradley Blackburn says some schools have already opened and are already having to adjust how they teach because of COVID-19 outbreaks. At least four Georgia school districts have stopped in-person classes. Some parents say there need to be safety measures in place when kids return. 
we need to bring back the similar protocol we had last semester. There were barriers. The kids had masks. Across the country, the debate around school mask mandates has become heated. Actions have consequences. If you vote for this, we will come for you in a non-violent way. All right, that is CBS's uh, report on that topic. Finally, now that New York's governor has finally quit, they've taken down all the Andrew Cuomo swag from a bunch of online stores. Uh, some people were buying the old Cuomo sexual T-shirts uh, in a rapid rate lately. That Cuomo sexual? Cuomo sexual, <laughs> yes, uh, having nothing to do with the fact of uh, unwanted sexual advances towards women, but instead the merchandise popped up at the beginning of the pandemic when for some reason Cuomo became a bit of a sex symbol. So Cuomo <laughs> sexual T-shirts popped up on Etsy and Amazon.com. Both of those vendors say they've now pulled the Cuomo sexual T-shirts, bags, mugs, and even a $400 Cuomo sexual cashmere sweater offline. Oh, well, aren't they going to have a sale? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Excellent point. They should. All right. We have open phones right now. 1-800-795-9565. I guess the overriding issue today is what in the world is wrong with our elected leaders? But then I decided to st just take it back a step further. What the heck is wrong with us? We send the same fools back to Washington and Harrisburg every year well, I think th our, thinking we'll get different results. There, there's a point to be made here that I, you know, elections have consequences just as they did four years ago when people elected Donald Trump and he made changes. People elected Joe Biden because they didn't like Donald Trump anymore. At least five million more people didn't like Trump as much as they liked Biden, or maybe they just voted against Trump and mm -hmm. didn't care for Biden one way or the other. But the problem we face now is that Biden is acting on those results. He's got the power. He has to modify, uh, mollify the squad and keep them happy. Um, the border mess, and it's a mess. And finally, you know, they're starting to look at it, and Kamala Harris hasn't done a thing about it. It's like she didn't want to be involved after he made her She's the in czar. charge of the border. I She's thought. supposedly in charge <laughs> of the border. So we have that issue. We have inflation going crazy. We have trillions of dollars being spent. The Democrats with a three-point-something trillion-dollar budget? Come on. This is insanity, brother. And all we're going to do is print this money or borrow it from the Chinese. And then we wonder why, the, why China thinks they're better than we are. Well, they own us, for heaven's sake. 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you uh, on all of these uh, topics. So we also have texts sent to 70236 with the keyword OTM and emails sent to on the market WKOK.com. You want to read something, Joe? You have yeah, that just uh, higher gas prices keep people off the roads and help climate change. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's a smart comment. Topics today, bad elected leaders, but uh, a bad electorate that keeps electing them. Energy independence and the complexities of the energy market. And inflation. Inflation, all because of Joe Biden, have been other callers' observations. Mike, you're on the mark. I remember back in the days when we were wearing uh, wind buttons, whip inflation now, yeah, Richard right. Nixon. That was his that plan, was right? No, that was Ford. That was Ford. Was that Jerry Ford? Yep. Oh, my gosh, I thought that was uh, tricky-dicky. I'm sorry. Anyway, I think I can top that idea. I think we can kill inflation if everybody just stops buying food, electricity, and gasoline. It, it'll be gone. We'll oh, and the, prices, the prices will come down. That is true if we just stop buying them. Yeah, that's a good Excellent idea. Stop buying them. 
<laughs> and, you know, that I'm being facetious, of course, but it is uh, basically a supply and demand. And right now, the supply of money, the money spigots are gushing everywhere. And uh, we, we just, people have the money. They said that, you know, over this pandemic, the, the amount of money in people's uh, checking accounts and savings accounts just skyrocketed to record levels, and then things opened up. So there was an increase in demand based on the fact that people had money. But we haven't, you know, and, and the re- economy recovered. But what the, what the Democrats want to do, and now, uh, you know, I, I'll say you're correct, Mark, that Republicans did vote for it. But again, we have a representative democracy. So some of those Republicans lived in swing states, and their constituents wanted this money spent. Others were uh, going to retire, and they were looking for their cushy jobs in the next administration or even this administration, so they voted for it. So, you know, it comes down to politics. And what I want to say about that is our representative democracy has a built-in, I would call it a governor or a corrective mechanism when there's overreach by one party. And they're called the midterm elections. And so in normal circumstances, uh, Biden and the Democrats are definitely overreaching when you have what was essentially a very close election it came down to about 40,000 votes in several swing states and uh, Trump would have been elected but he wasn't Biden is and the Democrats have control of everything so they are in control normally what would happen when you have this type of overreach is in the off-year election the people would vote and they would make a correction and they would take some of that power away to try to make a stalemate because the, the, the will and the, the, the brains of the collective group of people in this country would say, hey, that's too much. We've got to fix that. That's not going to happen this time. When you have mail-in voting that it can occur over a month, and when the states, governors, have the ability to see who has voted and who hasn't, and that data becomes available, and you can go out door-to-door and hunt down voters and get their ballots. And you, let's, let's face it, the amount of people... And I don't know how to say this, because I'm not a really smart guy. But when it comes down to the big picture, there's a lot more voters in this country. And it's not because of their intelligence. It's just that they have busy lives. They're trying to support a family. They have two jobs. They have uh, community activities. They're not, you know, taking the time to delve into how complex the economy is, how complex culture is. And when you can mine their votes, let's face it. Everybody likes free money. That guy that was said he was getting his friend was getting eight hundred bucks a week for staying home as opposed to six hundred for working. I mean that's not a bad decision. I'm going to stay home too for eight hundred if I'm making two hundred more than going to work, and I'll stay home as long as I can. I'll take care of everything that needs to take care of in the house, get a little exercise, and and I think that's kind of normal. That's human nature. So the point I'm trying to make is we are in critical, serious condition in this country, and the media is driving everything and and they wanted trump out and now they want the democrats in where we have liberals it used to be anything goes that was the liberal woke way if it feels good do it now the liberals in their msm and technology are taking control of you know social media so you know that that trump or what was it that t-shirt you were talking about como cuomo homosexual hey. <laughs> yeah 
so so I don't I don't know what the problem is with selling that. If somebody thinks it's a good idea and there's a market for it, they should be able to sell it. Well, there are it's victims of Cuomo harm to anybody. There are victims of Cuomo sexual assault that are more prevalent now than they were when the T-shirts were devised. And Amazon doesn't want to be a part of anything that could anyway raise up somebody who's uh, a perpetrator of sex crimes. Well, listen, you you make valid constantly. You make valid points. Okay, but, but the reality is, <laughs> talk all day. There's people, that, <laughs> there's people that are victims of everything, and there's many things that our government doesn't do anything about about it. There's many things that these woke technology companies don't do anything about it. I mean, so you know, I, that's to me, that's not that's not. That's not a valid argument. I'm just telling you what they said. I'm not advocating for it. Obviously, Amazon okay. is a two-faced liar. You know, if they suddenly it, it, are concerned that only responsible dollars can be made. Exactly. And uh, the la I think I mentioned this yesterday to Joe, and you were, you were busy, Mark. You know, the media is doing everything they can to present a positive picture on the Biden administration. Yesterday, they said that the month-over-month uh, -month inflation rate was only a half a percent. Well, when you take that out to a year-over-year, -year, that's 6%. A 6% inflation rate, if that happens, and well, it is, it's, it's that now, if it continues for much longer, people are going to, it's going to get really, really bad. And even the middle class that may have an inkling to vote Republican to try to halt this mess, they're going to be saying, hey, we, we're getting killed too. We're gonna we're gonna vote with the people that need the handout too. So, I, I think that the picture here is the government and and see. I believe there's a vast conspiracy to All turn. Right, we it. have to stop you there because we're out of time. Okay, very good then. But I believe there's a vast conspiracy to take over this country with socialism. We are not allowed to broadcast the vast conspiracy, so <laughs> please do not say that again on the radio. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Hey, you guys have a good day. We're going to censor everybody who says that. Part of the vastness is that we're supposed to cover it up. Right. So we'll take a quick break. we got Chris standing by. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. The Bay City Rollers? Wow. Good for you. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. Okay, I was thinking I you about... Were, you seemed to be stopped oh, for yes, a moment. <laughs> Who did Joe say? I thought Bay the Bay City, City Rollers. Rollers. Or am I wrong? Sweet City Woman? 
No, it's not that. A Sweet it's, City Woman by the Stampeders. Stampeders. Okay, I don't know why I thought the Bay City Rollers. Stampeders. Stampeders. I got the song right. I got the song right, but not the group Sam wrong. Peters, Joe. No, I didn't say Sam Peters. He I did. Said. He said <laughs> Sam Peters. I remember Sam Peters. What a great singer. I went to school with him. One of our good <laughs> listeners has a good point. Says the only reason Governor Cuomo resigned is because he knew he couldn't survive an impeachment. It wasn't because he was sorry for his actions. That's true. Absolutely. He blamed the victims, and he blamed society for changing right underneath his feet. He didn't catch up on it. All right, Chris, you're on the mark. Yeah, it'd be nice if Republicans could turn on their bad people the way Democrats do, huh? Yep, er. You got the floor, buddy. Go ahead. Well... Uh, so that last caller, uh, when Trump won a close election, he didn't ex- govern from the center at all. He went as extreme as he could when he had everything, control of everything. So uh, he does, his own party that he's talking up does not follow his own rules. And it's the Republicans who are trying to set up ways to uh, take democracy away from this country now. Oh really? Yeah, oh, with voting oh, restrictions. Wow. No, with the uh, with the uh, state legislating up the state legislatures to overthrow election results mm-hmm. without evidence, just because they like the result better. Now, how many they, is that, how they, many times they, does that happen, Chris? How many times does that happen? You're saying that's what? How many times has what happened? Had the have Republicans overthrown legitimate elections through their machinations, if you will? How many times has that happened? I didn't say that it happened yet. I said they are setting it up to happen. I see. Hear me or not? It's a plot. I got you. It's a plot to overthrow the government. Oh, I didn't realize it was so deep and wide. Come on, just listen for a moment. You might learn something. Go ahead, Chris. Are you done? He's not, but I am. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Well, they set up the thing with the state legislatures. They just did this most of the places post the last election and as for overthrowing this last election look what trump did i don't think he overthrew the last election look what he tried to do look oh, what, what he, he did tried to, get to get do done. okay okay so it's kind of like the same thing the Democrats did when he won in the first place and they were calling the election illegal and it was stolen from hillary clinton kind of like that uh, no it was different oh okay <laughs> well, well, what did they say? They didn't. They didn't try to stop the the, the election. Resistance that formed immediately. We got to resist. We got to get this guy out of here. We got to well, start impeachment proceedings. No, no, they accepted the election. They really did. They were. They worked they right hand in glove. Accepted the election. They were determined to get him out of there. Yes. <laughs> One way or another. But that's not a conspiracy like that like you think the Republicans are doing that. That's just good old fashioned. What did they do? What would they do? What did they do that was illegal? Oh, what did Trump do that was illegal? Uh, start a riot? Oh, he didn't start a riot. That's and that. Uh, I thought try you were trying to get votes from uh, people to uh, try to get the Justice Department to say that there was something wrong with the election. Didn't you say Joey was 30% responsible for the insurrection? I think he was 30%, okay. not 100%. Okay, so uh, 30% responsible is, is, is within legal limits in your case, then, huh, Joe? Yeah. If you're DUI His responsibility with a 0.35%. 30% is within re- legal limits. His for you. responsibility wasn't criminal, it was moral, and that's my problem with. Him. 
he should have immediately stepped forward and said, knock this off. But you don't care off. about the morality. You care about oh, the I do policy. Ca- I care about morality, and you I care about policy, too. You should have been You voted for him. Sure I did, because I liked his policies. Not because, because I liked his morality. <laughs> of what? Uh, of uh, using, uh, using Two words. the government for his own Two election words. purposes? Two words. America first. Oh, America first. Oh, so you're a Nazi from the old days. I got it. That's right. I'm a Nazi because I you're believe in the United Lindbergh States Nazi. of America. I see now. I believe in the United States of America. I guess that makes me a Nazi. I believe oh, this. Oh, well, then you should hate Trump because he doesn't. Yes, he does. One of our good listeners sends a note. Says Chris, Chris, okay, Chris, 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 Chris. Hold on, Chris. Hold on, Chris. It says, Chris, 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 Chris. The state legislatures have the constitutional authority to determine the time, manner, and place of your voting. <laughs> well, that's right. That's why they're trying to cut people out. Right. Hey, Chris, go not ahead. Not what your votes actually say. Right. I don't think you were listening to what we just said. Great. One of our listeners says, Chris, 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 the state legislatures have the constitutional authority to determine the time, manner, and place for voting. Yes, they do. Did I say anything different than that? No. Well, you're saying the Republicans are trying to disenfranchise people by exercising the rights that they've been given under the Constitution. And they've admitted to it. Oh, yeah, right. What do you mean, all rights? Every you Republican I've ever seen said. That exact thing? And did you see the Didn't lies? You did you Georgia? see the Did you see the Pinocchios that they gave Joe Biden for lying about what's in that bill? Have you uh, read the bill? Uh, I have. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! What's the What's that got to do with what I just said? Because you're making it sound like the Republicans have been nefarious in their plotting when even the Washington Post gave Biden Pinocchios for making claims about the bill that weren't true. When even the Washington Post. Even I like the Washington the way you Post. Say that. Well, they're not exactly favorable to Republicans or to conservatives. No, but they're a good newspaper. Oh yeah, they're but, wonderful. Now moving on to uh, the, the big lie of the morning is that uh, drilling on land, federal lands, has increased and more approvals have taken place since Biden took office than is normal, and more than under Trump, and. The courts have stopped them, stopped the pause in the in the drilling that he requested, and so none of that that stuff that everybody's crediting Biden for for causing causing uh, the increase in in gas prices has actually happened. So it's just a coincidence the gas prices soared under good old Joey's rule. No, it's it's the economy starting back again. And why do you why are you so insulting all the time to Biden? I'm not. I just don't think that he's good got a grasp. Joey. All yeah. right, President okay, Biden. Yeah. No, well, you call Donald Trump all sorts of names, but then you get offended when somebody calls Biden a name. I apologize for calling him a name, President Biden. Oh, see, yes, you can keep that up for two shows in a row. <laughs> I usually do refer to him as President Biden. No, you don't. Yes, I no, do. you gave that up long ago. No, go back and hear the tape. 
<laughs> the tape. We have no tapes, Joe. We have no tapes? No. How about a cassette? But, yes. But, oh, yeah, we have cassettes, but, uh, of course. COVID, 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 the economy recovering is part of the reason for the inflation, probably the major reason. And, it, it cover, and the fact that it hasn't recovered worldwide is another reason. And the Republicans are certainly working to make sure that COVID stays a factor in the economy. Okay. Which seems totally insane. I mean, why would you want to spread COVID in its current state? That's you were all saying yesterday how it's, it's not really a problem, but look what's happening in, in, in Mississippi. No one said it's not a problem. No one said that. Well, you don't think that people should have to wear a mask. That doesn't mean it's not a problem. I, I said everybody, I know this is an alien concept, I know this is an alien concept to you, yes. but people need to have practice their own individual responsibility and make decisions for themselves about their health and okay, the health of their family members. Okay, all laws and, uh, you know, when we feel like, uh, if you get, uh, everybody can make a uh, uh, choice about about what laws to follow. All right, got to take a break, Chris. There is no law anymore. requiring a mask in this country. Thank there is you. no law. And you read that thing about the cafe Chris. freedom, didn't you, just the other day? Yipper. Yep, and I like and that. And you seem to think that was a, a, good, uh, a good article. I did, and Making I think people... the position you are now taking. No, it's not. My position is that people should have their own choice, but that doesn't mean I don't have an opinion about what and they should the, do. The government... That doesn't mean... Right that doesn't mean that I don't have an opinion about what people should do. All right, Chris. Here in the Constitution, Joe. We gotta go. Thank you so much for Where calling in. Where do you find in. that in the Constitution, Joe? Joe doesn't have it in the Constitution. He's forgotten everything that's in the Constitution. Let's just stipulate that we have to go, Chris. <laughs> We're behind okay. schedule. Yeah, I have not forgotten. One. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks for being I a stand great on the Constitution. Great, great, great listener and caller. All right, we've had some fabulous callers. We'll take more. We've talked about inflation and who's really responsible. I say we are for electing imbeciles and sending them to Harrisburg and Washington. Uh, we talked no, about you need to. Track that. What imbecile have we sent to Washington or Harrisburg? What imbecile? Mm, let's see. The one in Philadelphia that just got caught stealing money comes to mind. We didn't send them. Um, well, we sent good people to Washington. So you don't think the electorate center? You think she was appointed? She was reelected over and no, over. No, I think that people in in political situations make political judgments. Here in this area, we've sent some excellent people to Washington and to Harrisburg. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. The latest question is: Are there any imbeciles in Harrisburg or Washington? I say yes. Joe says no. And uh, that's the through line through our conversation. We've got one caller waiting and another one standing by. I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. I told you the Telluride that I ordered is in. It's, it's like a frosty, pinkish, coral, metallic, uh, grayish color. People tell me that it does have uh, a, a, a tinge of red to it. I don't see it, but they say it's there. But Kia, Kia Telluride, 99 out of 100 in Consumer Reports. It is the best vehicle that's made in the world, bar none, right now at the Sunbury Motor Company Kia dealership on Routes 11 and 15. It's got it all. It's got the moonroof, sunroof. It, I had a receiver put on it. It's a perfect vehicle. If somebody wants to buy it right out from under me, please go down there and uh, talk to, to Ernie and Austin, and they'll get you squared away. Al Alphonse will do the paperwork, and guess what? You'll be driving a brand-new vehicle. But that 
that's there. My new F-150 is down at the Sunbury Motor Company. That's the Rapid Red one. We're going to get a, a Ford Motor Company tonneau cover put on. Uh, we're using the $1,000 incentive to use the Ford Motor Company uh, financing, and this is the perfect vehicle for a lot of folks. It backs up automatically. It, it has the hill holder, start-stop technology, 24 miles a gallon on the highway. It's a perfect truck. And uh, we have a, a, a Hyundai Veloster on the way, so soon that'll be a sale, too. I hope you buy them so I don't have to. One eight, or se I'm sorry, sunburymotors.com, the place to do that. Now the 800 number, 1-800-795-9565. Standby callers, we will be right back. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. One of our older listeners says Milton Chap was an imbecile and corrupt at that. <laughs> so, uh, I don't believe what he was corrupt. I think his uh, some of his supporters were. Is that what it was? Were. Okay, well, that's somebody's opinion. I happen to know him. I work for him. All right, one of the listeners. He owned. Tom says. Tom says Reagan lowered taxes from 75 to 35 percent. Then Bush and Trump lowered it. Gee, I wonder why we're out of money. <laughs> well, they lower taxes without corollary cuts in spending, correct? That's well, the issue. Well, no, Reagan cut some spending. Oh, he did. Okay, all right. And his deficit went down afterward? No, it continued to skyrocket. skyrocket. Yes, all it right. did. And Mike, uh, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, how you guys doing? Perfect. Hey, Mike. Good. Hey, hey welcome wanna, back. You, uh, you made another one of those blanket statements a little while ago about China owning our uh, national debt. Yes. I, I've done a little research on the subject, and actually, 78% uh, of our national debt is, is owned by the public. That's uh, any and all entities within the boundaries of the United States. That's the uh, federal agencies, the Federal Reserve, mutual funds, uh, corporate pension plans, state and local governments, uh, savings bonds, you name it. That, that comes to 78% of the of the national debt uh, foreigners that which is 21 trillion dollars foreigners own 7.07 trillion dollars of which the largest one isn't even china it is japan at 1.3 trillion are you following me there joe yeah i'm listening <laughs> i don't think he is that means they uh <laughs> china china only owns uh 1.1 trillion dollars of, of the total, which is a, a pretty low percentage of the entire national debt. And to boot, if they would call that in, which everybody seems to be so fearful of, there are entities all over the world. There's a whole list of 30 or 40 different countries that own parts of the national debt that would buy up China's share of it in the blink of an eye because they, they trust the uh, American uh consistency of the American government and the strength and power of our rather large economy. So your point being that the national debt... My point being that the Chinese don't own our national debt. They just own a little bit of it like everybody. The Japanese own more of our national debt than the Chinese. I don't hear people, the Republicans weeping and gnashing teeth and wrenching their hands about the, the amount that the Japanese... Sure, the Japanese are our allies, own. not our adversaries. China's our adversary. Yeah, but we're, we're talking economics. It has nothing to do with allies or not allies. It, it, it's economics. Well, bear in mind, we sold Japan a lot of our scrap metal back in the 1930s and early 40s. 
and then he, they gave it back to us in the form of bombs. So any foreign entity owning a large portion of our debt, and look at where, what part of the debt the Chinese whoa, 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 own. Whoa, 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 What do you mean a large portion? China owns 1.1 trillion of 28. Well, that may be nothing, uh, nothing to you. Is that a large portion That may be nothing to you, but that's serious. That comes to... That is serious uh, money a to me. A small percentage. It's serious money to me, regardless of the percentage. <laughs> Joe still thinks a trillion yeah, dollars is a lot of money. I, didn't I just two minutes ago explain to you that that that? <laughs> yeah, but you're not hearing. Money, you're not hearing what I'm saying. Fungible. You know what the term fungible yes, means? Yes, I do. I know what it means. Well, if China would would cash in on there. There, there there's, there's entities all over the world which would scarf it up and. The next day, it's irrelevant. What you're, but not, it's what not you're irrelevant. So it's not irrelevant that an adversary owns one point whatever trillion dollars worth of our national debt. They they do not they do oh, not wish us well. well. That's just your opinion. It doesn't sound very, very, very scary to me. And on top of that, right, well, China, uh, we're number we're China's number one. Uh, number one uh, consumer of the product that they make. We're, oh, yeah. Their economy depends on us being in good shape. And what's our balance of trade with China? So why would they do something that, that would screw that up and they would lose their number one trading partner in the world? That we're not their number one trading partner. We're their number one consumer. Yes, we are. We're their number one consumer. There is a difference. We well, buy yeah, stuff well, from it them. Well, even more important. No. Well, what do they buy they from us? They make money from us. I'm sorry, but They're we're supposed to be... They're interested in economics and making money. They're interested in, in, in making us as dependent upon them as we can possibly be. If you don't see that, I'm afraid you're naive. All right, Mike, we got to move on. Now, wait a minute, Mike. All you got to do is take $1.1 and divide it by 28, and you'll see what the percentage is. Now, it's... That's not exactly China owning 4%. our national debt. Three and a half percent. Thank you so much, Mike. Nice, Welcome Mike. back. Call. We are so glad, glad to hear. Glad to hear from you, Mike. Take you, care. You can call in and correct Joe anytime. Welcome back. We All have right. a debate. Quickie break. We'll be here. Oh, yes. I see what you're saying. He's he's correcting you. No, he's correcting you. I think trying to anyway. I don't think you heard it. All right. Uh, yeah, Joe wears Fox Funnels. I don't think Funnels. he heard me. You, Mike, since you were last here, we discovered Joe wears Fox Funnels. But today he's got his Fox Blinders on, too. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Harry gets to talk. No, it's not Harry. It's Dumbo. Oh, yes. Yeah. Dumbo. I, uh, I, I wanted to call in yesterday, but I didn't get a chance. I was pulling into work, and uh, and, I was, and I've stood about this, and it's the first chance I had to call in today. But I, I have known, uh, as part of the conversation yesterday between you, Dan, and, and Steve, there was a uh, uh, 
a stretch in there where we said anybody who does not get the vaccine is a dumbbell. Now, I've known Fan a long, long time. I like Fan. We're on different political ideologies, but I still like him and respect him. But yesterday he went a little too far. Uh, for those of us who like to uh, think of ourselves as not being a guinea pig and like to see long-term studies done on what effects may be of something, who have chosen not to do something, that's a reasoned opinion and and uh, feeling and, and research on my part. I am not an anti-vaxxer, but when you have something that to me I'm uncomfortable with not knowing long-term effects by because it was very, very quickly tested, which is wonderful for the technology, I'm a little uncertain about it. I'm, a, I'm not a guinea pig for anybody. I am fortunate enough to be in good health and choose not to... Uh, not to take a risk with something I'm unfamiliar with. And that's your uh, right. I'm that's also, that's your right in exactly, this country. Exactly. And to have somebody call me a Dumbo yesterday, it's very good that I could not reach through the radio. I'll be honest. I, I was very upset yesterday about that. And that's not a standard that that you guys have tried have had on this show in the past. And I certainly, certainly, certainly hope that it's not going to become one. Well, I don't think, you know, my, my argument has been all along that we all have to make individual choices and accept individual responsibility for our health. And and I don't downplay anybody's decision not to take the vaccine. I mean, if it were up to me, I'd say take it because I did. But that doesn't mean I want to force you to take it. And that's all I'm looking for. And I felt that was uh, very disrespectful and very, uh, uh, it was very insulting. It was very insulting. I, I have some fears. I have some fears that I don't know that I, I would like to see studies done. And I am not. I know this is going to come out all of a sudden. Guys like Chris and Van are going to jump all over me, Steve. But I would like some studies done to see if maybe some of these variants that are coming out may not be caused by uh, the vaccines. I'd like to see the long term studies done with something. The shortest time for any vaccine in our history was four years for mumps. I forget the doctor's name with it, but uh, we were talking only months. It was four years, I'm sorry. Here we're only talking a matter of about five or six months. And I know technology is more advanced than it ever was. I understand that. But but science still does not preclude long-term effects. Well, the, the research on this these kinds of vaccines has been going on for a decade or more. But it could been, Mark, because this is a novel virus that only started about a year and a half ago. No, I didn't say so anything about no, no, I didn't say anything about this virus. I said the research on this type of vaccine has right. been going on for months or decades, decades. All right. To be continued. Thank you, everybody who called today. This is WKOK Sunbury.